What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In studio. Man, we got two special guests in the building. Floyd Sr., Schofield Sr., and Floyd Kid Austin Jr. What's going on, y'all? Yeah, yeah, we're enjoying it. Yeah, man. Thank y'all for coming to Dallas, man. Okay, but we got to clear one thing. Okay. One announcement. It needs to be the greatest boxer of all time is here. Okay. Floyd Kid Austin Schofield. Okay, okay correct me, correct me. The greatest boxer of all time. That's right. Floyd Kid Austin Schofield. What's going on, man? That sounds much better. Okay. <laughs> Check me, man. That's right. And I ain't going to start nothing with you, man. I seen your stomach punches. <laughs> the motherfuckers is vicious. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. So, man, um, let's start here because... The way I got introduced to you is from Freeway Rick. You know what I mean? He came on the show, and he was like, man, I got this awesome kid from Austin that's knocking people out. And I was like, who? He was like, kid Austin. You need to check him out. As soon as we got done, I looked at him. I was like, damn, okay. I was like, he's the truth. So what I really I want to start with, um, Pops. Yes. How... What made you uh what made you decide like you know what I'm gonna go with I'm gonna give Rick a shot. Oh, Rick um cuz Rick manifested in the universe. I seen him on an interview saying I'm gonna have the the boxer that make more money than Floyd and break Floyd records. But that was our affirmations and our goal from the beginning. Like every day he talk about he's the greatest boxer of all time. He's going to be a billionaire. So it's like if the universe say, okay, this guy's supposed to be there to help y'all get over that bridge. So, um, and then Rick got a great business mind. Mm-hmm. He got a great business mind. And, and you can't go wrong having an advisor in your ear to tell you to take certain steps. Yeah, so That's yeah. why I grabbed Rick. Yeah, yeah. And he said you seen him from um, the... Yeah, I don't even want to talk about the interview, but the other guy. Yeah, it was a, the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about him. Okay, so how long? How long you been boxing, man? Um, I've been in the gym since I was two. I've been fighting since I was eight. Really? Yeah. And what 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 attracted you to to boxing? Mm-hmm. That's all he know. He really? Been, he been in the boxing gym since he was two. Him. Did you box? Yes, I boxed. My father boxed. He a third generation fighter. Ah. But I messed mine up. So I make sure he stay focused. Got you. And I see that y'all got another little one coming behind you. Who, Mikey? Yeah. No, nah, Mikey ain't boxing. His little brother, all of them know how to fight, but Mikey ain't boxing. He's not a boxer? <laughs> okay. He's a fighter, but he's not a boxer. Nah, you shouldn't have said that. Now he don't have a <laughs> Man, so you got, you've been boxing since you was eight. And you, were you just doing like little tournaments like at clubs or where did it start? How did it start? Oh, it started in my in the living room, you know, just standing there hours, just practicing on one thing and, you know, practicing another thing the next day. And I believe we we moved to Atlanta from Griffin, and um, that's where I had my first amateur fight at. And, you know, once I, I got that, like, that adrenaline rush, like it felt good being able to hit somebody and, and actually win something. So I believe that's what made me stick with it because um, the fact that I was – I knew I was going to be great at something. Mm, Okay. Now, you you uh your professional you three and zero right now, right? Mm-hmm. How many amateur fights did you have? One hundred and sixty four and eighteen losses. What? Yeah, yeah, he been doing it. He been doing it. He done put in his his groundwork. He built his foundation. One hundred and sixty four. One hundred and sixty four fights. <laughs> and um, and he's still maturing. He's still growing. He's still a baby. He's eighteen years yeah. old. Yeah. So he got so much growing still to do. 
but it's amazing. I hope the fans tune in and watch him because it's something. Yeah. How you were you fighting with every day or something? How you have how do you have that many I, fights? I was fighting mostly every week as a little kid, but as I got as a teenager, it started getting um, I just started slowing down because we didn't need to keep that pace because I was already over a hundred fights by like thirteen years old. So um, we just slowed down and you know decided to go pro. So we just left the amateurs. Mm, okay. Now is it who who's making the decisions on how many fights he have? Is that Me. you? Yeah. Okay. What what's the? Because I know right now you. I I seen on um interview you was doing where you saying he gonna fight once every single month mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Is that to just keep his skills sharp or just to boost his record or what's the what's the mind behind that? That's that's um for his learning. Mm. He gotta go through the process of fighting um these fighters in a professional manner, all different styles. Because to claim you're the greatest boxer of all time and to live out that. You have to put in that work. So that's why we're trying to keep him consistent while he's young and his brain is developing so he can learn all that. Got you. Got and, you. and plus, he's not getting, if you've seen his fights, he's stopping everybody in the first round. I know, he ain't really getting no work. Right, it's hard for me. His, his next fight, the guy got over 40 fights that we fighting in the next fight. Because I'm trying to see if that would be challenging for him. I'm still mm, waiting to see. It's not. <laughs> Man, cause I seen I seen the uh, the Instagram video when you punched dude in the stomach, and he went down. The funny part for me is when he started yelling at the audience, <laughs> <laughs> saying, "What y'all laughing at? Like, nigga, you just got punched in the stomach." Yeah, anger management problems. Yeah, and he looked like a grown ass man too. Was he grown or? He was about twenty eight. Yeah, everybody he fight is twenty eight to thirty. No yeah. young ones. Golly. Now, are you training anybody else, or this is your only fighter, the only? My homeboys, that's all. That's it? <laughs> He's my main one, but I got other fighters I train, but they not on the level. Like, they just coming in camp, so I still got a lot of work to do with them. Him, I've been training since he was born. So. Yeah. Now, wh- tell me, um, golly, man, because I, I be wanting to box, but I don't want to get hit. You know what I mean? Like, that's the that's the thing. What kind of mindset do you gotta have to either get in the in the boxing ring? Um, that I feel like it, you just gotta take in like win, lose, or draw. You're gonna get hit either way, so it's either you gonna go in and give your best, all you can give, or you might not. You might as well not get in the ring at all, cause you know there's a there's a a big percentage that you're gonna get you know rocked in that fight, so. Um, you just got to go on the mindset. It's a war, you know. Whatever happens, happens. But I'm coming out all right. Yeah. Because I know I, I hear, like, football players. I used to play basketball. I heard football players, like, they got to go into, like, a whole different mindset to even play the game. And I'm just like, that that's crazy. And I feel like the boxers, when they walk into the ring, they, have that, they get put in that same mindset where it's like, I'm about to kill this dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's and for me, I'd be scared of my own aggression. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'd be scared of my own aggression because I'm like, I don't know, I don't know when I'm gonna be able to turn it off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You turn it off after you get out that ring. You better <laughs> keep it on the whole time with that <laughs> ring. That person trying to kill you. Yeah. You go in there, your objective is to try to kill that person to hurt them as fast as possible to get out of that ring. Dang. Out of game in there. Yeah. And. I know uh, when uh, when Rick was here, he said his whole objective for you is for you to not fight. 
Like, right. you know what I'm saying? He said yeah. he wants you to have at least fights as possible, but make you the most money. Are you are you cool with that, or would you rather you just still want to fight? Or you just love fighting that much. I mean, it's what you know. My team decides for me if they if they decide that I made enough money and I should retire, and I got to retire. I mean, I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna probably still be in the gym sparring, but um, if they don't want me fighting, then I'm not gonna fight. Cause um, you know, I'll be young and I have a lot of time to spend with my family. Probably have kids, so uh, I think I'll be retired by at least latest 32. Really? But yeah. When did um Floyd Mayweather? When did he retire? What? How old was he? Do you remember? Do you know? I have no idea. His first he retired. He done retired a couple of times. Yeah, I know. <laughs> his first retirement, I believe he was in his thirties, about thirty-four, maybe thirty-three. Okay, and that's when he was forty-nine and no, at that point, right? And then he came back to do uh, this last one was fifty, right? But Floyd was on a whole different mission. Floyd just wanted to stay undefeated. So, mm. you know, he at 50 fights or however many fights, um, we're not on that path. We He's more old school. We want to fight. We want to prove to ourselves that he's the greatest, that he can live up to that. So we trying to fight. We're going to have more than 50 fights way yeah. before we retire. For all we know, it might bring the 15 rounds back. <laughs> really? <laughs> 15 rounds? Yeah, but, no, but for real, we, um, <laughs> yeah, we want to so. fight. We want a lot of fights. Yeah. How how much um how much time do you spend like training, like hours, um, all day? Yeah, all, really, all day he till like nighttime. Yeah, eight thirty he get to play the game until ten thirty when he go to bed. But we got three workouts, and we also um he got to do his mental work, his meditations, affirmations. Then he got to study old classic boxing. So his whole life been boxing. Mm, see who that is. See who that is. I'm not expecting no company. Y'all expect to somebody? Y'all gonna get somebody no. with y'all? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, what happened with, um, I seen you going in on Bill Haney, man. What, ha- what, what happened with that? Oh, Bill Haney lost his damn mind. That's what happened with that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, I went on a podcast, a podcast that be bashing Devin. Mm. So I'm up there talking good about Devin and saying how much wait, we wait, learned wait, from wait, him. We can't just say he was bashing Devin at first. No, I'm not saying he was bashing yeah. Devin, but this is a thing that be kind of hard on yeah. Devin sometimes. They tell the so, truth. So I'm sitting mm. there trying to defend Devin and doing doing my best, being honest. And then a couple of minutes later, Bill come on just making up lies to about Devin stop um, Kid Austin in one round and this. So I didn't understand his angle, one, why he lying about it, and also why you're attacking an ally that's up here talking good about your son. Like, yo, and, you know, so it's two sides to me. One side took it the Brooklyn Streetway, like he's trying to mess up our brand, and you know you want to take it personal. But then the other side of me, the more mature side, is like this is a blessing in disguise. Just him acknowledging you now brought eyes to y'all. So I, I decided to go... With the logical side, and we offered Devin a million dollars in a six-round exhibition to see if he could live out what his dad say. Because we know he's going to stop Devin. Mm. We know that. So um, 
Let's see if they take the fight or they gonna run. You gonna see my new shirts, Run Devin Run. Okay. I'm gonna be rocking those. Okay. Cause Devin Devin gonna take off. But I like Devin. He's a talented fighter, but his dad did some bull crap. And his dad owed me apology. Until he gave me apology, I'm gonna ride their ass, no homo. But I'm gonna ride them all the way through because we want that fight. Now how, how what uh what weight class is Devin? 135. 135. And that's that's what you fight at? No, we fight at 130. We taking all the risks. We Ooh. coming up to his weight class. I probably walk around bigger than him. Really? Anyway, yeah. So we gonna see. They probably not gonna take the fight, but they gonna have to fight. They gonna have to fight later. me sooner or later. And like they gonna have them belts. They gonna have to fight us. I, I said he he has a better chance of fighting me now than two years, and that now is very slim. It's mm. about like 99. percent But mm. we respect Devin. Yeah, we don't got no problem with Devin. We just can't go beat up the dad. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's the only road. Yeah. (laughs) Hell. I I, I would love to hear, like, what made him go after. I would love to hear that, too. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Now, you say you fight at 130. Mm -hmm. What's the weight class? Because I I really, I don't know. Like, to me, it feels like it's a bunch of different weight classes. What's the what's the different weight classes? 130, 135, 130, 135, 140, 147, 154, and then after that is heavyweight. No, it's nah, that's more more than little classes. Really? Yeah. Middleweight, I think, one sixty four. Then light heavyweight. Who right now at one thirty holds the belt? Uh, Jamel Heron. Does Shakur? Does Shakur got a belt? Heron got a belt, but he gonna take all of them. Um, Jamel Heron is the only one I know, and he old so. It's wide open. Those yeah. are our belts. They just holding. Oh, them. Joseph Diaz, but he didn't. He didn't make weight. He didn't make weight. So he lost his so belt. It's vacant. The IBF, and I don't know who got the other ones. I believe Tank got the WBA because he fought Leo Santa Cruz. Yeah, and you would you would you have to fight Tank or did he just get his belt up? Because how, bus- how business is, you know how it works. Uh-huh. If we over there with Al, we might fight Tank. And them. If we over here with the zone, we might fight somebody else. It's crazy how boxing is these days. Yeah. So we don't know. And then they run so much. Everybody picking and choosing. It's not like in back when we was growing up where a person make it into the top ten and he have his chance to fight for the title because he made it all the way up to number one. It's not like that. People fight in number 50. Yeah. So we don't know if we're going to fight Tank, but we coming to get our belts. Yeah. Tank is a monster too, man. Yeah, we was in camp with Tank. Tank, really? Tank is really good. I give it to them, but you know we gotta feed our family. That's right, man. God dang, this boxing that boxing game is it's different. You know what I'm saying? Does does um do you guys have your own like uh, uh what is it um what is it called? Your own promotion company? Yes. Yeah. Okay, what's the name of that? Team Us Unlimited LLC is his promotion company. And we about to start his network where everybody could watch his fight streaming. We're going to bring it direct to the consumer so they could just watch it. So no network could dictate to us when we could fight, how much we could fight, the dates we could fight. So um, we're keeping it 100% in, in-house through his promotion company. That's dope, man. Yeah, that's 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 where the real money at. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Now, I know you got a fight coming up. This is like fight week for you. Yeah. Who you fighting? You don't even know. <laughs> you yeah, don't I'm even playing. know. His name is uh, Mike. Michael Fowler, I think, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And this is the guy that got 40, 40, 40 fights? fights? Yes. Okay. So it's a step up. Okay. Now, um, y'all fighting in Atlanta, right? April 3rd? Yeah. How can people watch that? 
to Atlanta. That's the only way. <laughs> That's the only way. Nah, nah I, I um, believe I got a link on my website. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna stream it. And I'm gonna put a link on my um Instagram story and Facebook. People could buy tickets or watch the stream. Okay, y'all got a paywall behind it, right? Um, the this one that's streaming, we just giving it out for free. Really? Yeah. Okay, man. Cause I was looking, I was watching um your last fight though that was on Telemundo. Mm-hmm. Man, I put that channel on 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 Telemundo for like two hours, listen to all the Spanish shows that came <laughs> on before. And then they only showed the one fight and I was like, what the fuck is this, man? We was actually waiting. We was at a bar waiting. Yeah, we yeah. was at a bar and <laughs> yeah. they showed the one fight. And I, and we just talking to a fight like, dang, how this the main event? How they fighting for a title? Yeah. And then we just see one more fight after that. So we think, okay, they're going backwards. And then they don't get to my fight. I'm like, that is whack. Yeah. Nah, they they ran. I should have been the headliner on that card because, I mean, no disrespect to those fighters, but I should have been fighting for that title. Yeah, and your fight only lasted one round, so they could have put it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Even if they didn't have enough time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now they they use him to excite the crowd because they know that they're gonna get a knockout from him. Like they gave us a bunch of dates, so we're gonna still be fighting on Telemundo, um, but they know he's gonna liven up the crowd from the beginning. And I think though his walkout music, they didn't clear the licensing. Mm. So you know when it come to TV, it's yeah. certain things that that's in play. Dang, I forgot about. Do you have a uh, a certain knockout that you was like, yeah, this is this is my favorite? No, not recorded because it was in sparring. Um, but I remember um, I had one of my Spanish friends. His name is Gmo because I know he probably <laughs> want to shout out. Um, but he was telling me that the coach was like talking smack in Spanish to like little Cuban fighter and you know I'm like okay so my dad told me to just keep boxing so I'm like Mm-mm. so I go inside and you know you know he kind of catch me a little because that's his game so I remember I don't know I can't remember what I did it was so it was so long ago I just like slipped the punch and came back with a left foot and he just like spent around and <laughs> fell and I was that was probably one of my favorite knockouts. You know, I was souped up off of that one. Oh, and, and, what's his name? Gmo. Gmo. Yeah. <laughs> Gabriel Morales. <laughs> First and last. I don't know if you want to shout out about getting knocked out. <laughs> no, no, no. That's my boy. That's the one who translated the the coaches. The coaches. Oh, okay. I, I ain't gonna shout out the one I knocked out. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So he was just telling you like, hey, they talking junk about you. Yeah. Oh, okay, bet. <laughs> I don't know why he did that. Yeah. God, man. I like as far as like um boxing, I know you want to go from getting all your titles and you know what I mean? Like and cuz I'm trying to see cuz I know you said that you want to you want to win all the titles, right? And four divisions. And four divisions. And multiple more. You want more down than four? More. Okay. <laughs> okay, explain that to me. What is Explain I'm, the divisions. I'm, I'm starting at 130, and I'm going to be undisputed all the way until, you know, I retire. And I believe, because it should only take me a year to clout the whole division. If I'm fighting every month, I should be getting those belts, like, easy. But um, I think I'll end my career, like, 164. You, the 164 fights or? 164 pounds. His, mo- his mother, like, 230 pounds, 6 foot 3. We don't know where he's going to stop growing. And really? I believe – I'm going to be undisputed in every single one I get to. I won't stop trying until till I get that. <laughs> I don't see who's going to be his competition. Unless I get we, his height, then I might have to, you brother, know. Brother, you already passed my height. <laughs> <laughs> don't even do me like that on camera. <laughs> Man, and 
Pops, you from Brooklyn, right? Yes. Okay. All right. There's um with is there is there a such thing like in, in boxing where you collaborate um like with promotions? Cuz I know um what's the name? 50 got a uh, a boxing promotion company too. Would you guys partner with 50? We partner with all companies. We are we businessmen. So if they, if it makes sense business-wise, yeah, let's make money together. Besides boxing, the actual fighting, like business, can you explain the business side to us? The business, what, the merchandising part? Like his image is a business. Okay. So then, then you talk about his merch. Then you talk, he's on four commercials already. And yeah. Stuff. So, you know, he's the business. Once he becomes a celebrity and as he grows, it's just more money involved. But you could utilize every aspect of an athlete for business, from the clothes they wear, the products they put on their face, the sneakers they wear. All of the people pay you. What you drink, the water you holding in your hand, that's a commercial. These people are supposed to pay you. The car you driving, just a lot of people, like Rick say, leave a lot of money on the table. They don't understand that. Then the other business part, as far as boxing go, the, the door, the concession stand, the merchandise being sold there, the licensing. A lot of boxers don't understand business. So they'd be happy making, you know, $500,000, but y'all just left like $20 million, you know. So the business aspect, we ready for it. And we partner with any company that if it makes sense. Okay. So I didn't know they get the concession stand and the door, the boxes, get all of that? No. You got to be a promoter. A lot of boxes oh. and sign the promoters, they're not forming themselves into the business, being a promotion company themselves, signing themselves to their company. Then they could go in there and do a joint venture with this promotion company, like how Haney did with The Zone, where now he's eating off the back end also because it was a promotion company doing deal with another promotion company opposed to Joe the Boxer and doing business. And he did it with Showtime, too. Right. Because mm, I always thought that on the business side that, and, and the only motto I got for business is what Floyd Mayweather did, you know what I mean? Um, in the boxing world where he partnered with Showtime to only fight on Showtime, you know what I mean? And they paid him a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. And and I I thought it was like almost like a TV deal, like doing a movie. Like this studio is going to hire you and this network is going to hire you to only fight on there and that's how you make your money. You know what I mean? Right. But but no, it's deeper because who owned the copyright of that footage? Who's licensing that footage to be replayed each time it's aired? Who's getting a check? That's where a lot of boxers leaving it on the table. They not. It's like a rapper. They not owning their masters. Mm. They giving up their masters, so they losing all their publishing. So it's the same aspect. It's a different sport, but it's the same aspect. Somebody gonna be replaying those films. Somebody gonna do documentaries. All this all is the boxer gonna eat later on in life when they retire, or are they gonna leave it all to Showtime and to the unboxing um, promoter? Okay. Yeah, see that's some that's some good, good advice or good game that you putting out there because I know it's probably some young boxers that's gonna watch this, and people that, like because I didn't even know that even that side of the business, you know what I mean? And that's that's where more people I feel like need to be educated on the business side because it's not. Go ahead. I know we gotta edit that out. Why are we taking oh, too, too much game? Giving <laughs> 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 too much game. <laughs> No, but that's dope. How did you um? How did you get the four? I seen you got two Ford commercials, right? Oh yeah, that's um, that's interesting. Ford truck, matter of fact, yeah. Yeah, I was just in the gym training. You know, I w- I didn't think they was gonna come up to me, so I'm training, and um, some some guy with a camera just starts taking photos of me in the gym, 
and he, he comes up to my dad and me and he's like you want to be in a Ford commercial and I didn't got, catch what he said I thought he said Vogue like Vogue magazine mm. I was like yeah dude <laughs> and then when I when they when my dad told me it was Ford I'm like oh and then but once I got to the you know filming and everything the experience was cool and you know it was just it was just funny just having somebody walk up to you you know you didn't know who they was and they had the power to put you on the Ford commercial it was pretty neat Damn, that's dope, man. And they shot it in, in your gym yeah. in uh, in Austin? Yeah, they shot it in the gym. That's dope, man. They said they was looking for him, that they somehow they heard about him, and they sent a scout out to find yeah. the gym, to find him. And they asked him to They actually commercial. found me. And really? let me tell y'all, commercial money is amazing. <laughs> yes, talk about the that. The you get talk each month is amazing. Talk y'all need that. to be getting on commercials, y'all. What are y'all doing? Y'all the brand. But... Like literally, not do too much, but one check a month is like thirty thousand dollars for when they airing it. So that's the type of money y'all leaving on the table. Y'all worrying about just these fight purses. What happened when you're not fighting? You could be making money. Yeah, man, that's that's it's 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 um it's a lot of money that probably that's left on the table then. Yeah. When you when you think about it, when you put it like that, it's a bunch of money. Yes. God damn. Now we gotta stop talking about that. We don't want to get promotion companies <laughs> upset with us. <laughs> okay. You give it a secret. Okay. Let me ask y'all this, because this is something new, like that's going on. UFC fighters are now starting to to do boxing. What y'all feel about that? I love it. <laughs> I love it. They bringing new eyes on boxing. I that's love true. the the YouTubers that's boxing. They bringing millions of eyes. Now the question is, what is the boxers doing? They done brought the attention there. Now, mm. y'all need to step up and start using y'all social medias and things like that and, and copy the game plan. They showed y'all. Like, come on, this one YouTuber, what is his name, made more millions than a boxer? And he was the, the Jake Paul dude. Yeah, and he was the main event on a but boxing match. I believe if you're going to fight somebody for money, you better fight a YouTuber because a UFC fighter can still know how to throw their hands a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. I'm just saying, if you get like a good UFC fighter, like you've seen Connor was keeping up with Floyd. When? I didn't think he was Floyd keeping was that. Floyd was carrying Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Floyd I was did. carrying him. Yeah, I don't think he was Floyd keeping up. You know Floyd got an ego and don't like getting hit on. He was not carrying no Connor. Connor just didn't have the – because he used to go on five rounds. He thought it was going to be easy. Um, so This is the debates we go through at home. See, I, and here's my, here's my take <laughs> on that. I feel like Floyd wanted to make it interesting mm-hmm. so he didn't go to his regular – you know what I mean? And just stick. He just kind of like, I ain't never seen Floyd in his later age just walk through a fighter like this. Right, you know what I'm saying? Footage. Yeah. But Floyd, if y'all really look at him, he don't really fight southpaws. So I doubt he'd be in the gym sparring southpaws. So he was probably uncomfortable at first. He fought Manny Pacquiao. But Connor still know how to throw his hand. Manny Pacquiao is short and got the reach of a, a mouse. <laughs> we love you, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, we still love you. Yeah. But like, I'm just saying, I feel like he was uncomfortable. Connor was keeping up, but Floyd still executed what he had to do. Um. Yeah, see, I think I think Floyd just wanted to make it interesting. You know what I mean? It's a lot of money on the table, so uh-huh. Floyd wasn't trying to get him out, you know what I mean, in the first couple of rounds. I feel like he was just like, all right, I'll, let me just play with him. And then I seen Connor hitting him with, like, this part. I'm like, what the – I, I ain't a boxer, but I know <laughs> this part of your club is not going to hurt nobody. You I know what I mean? Most I MMA like fighters, their hand game isn't up to par. 
because they got other weapons that they could use. But when you go on boxing, all you could use is your hands. Right. So they can't compete with a boxer that all he trained is those those weapons, his hands. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I say, I don't think Floyd should be fighting Jake Paul or Logan, Logan Paul. I don't think Floyd should be. Because, man, like, Floyd has built up a brand, you know what I mean? And if Logan get lucky and either even stumble Floyd, I feel like it, it'll it'll tarnish his brand a little bit. Floyd don't care about that brand. Floyd care about money right now. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd don't give a damn about his but brand. I, right but now. ain't his brand the money? And his, ain't, I agree ain't, with ain't, you, though. That would suck to have your first loss to a Logan Paul. And they don't. And How is it a little loss if you make it four hundred million? I mean, it ain't a loss because you gonna go home happy. But I'm saying, if you and get Logan Paul on, don't stand a chance. Logan Paul big. He don't stand a chance. Yeah, he big. I bet you. I bet you. He don't carry him like he did Conor McGregor. Oh no, no, no. That's true. It's Floyd, gonna be a boxing match. Yeah, now. Floyd gonna be moving around. And Floyd is how old? How does Floyd now? Too old to be boxing. 42, 43. Yeah, like maybe older. Them legs ain't the same, man. <laughs> <laughs> the legs ain't the same. But I think Floyd is adapting. Like, Floyd have a way of surviving generations, so he changed with the generations. So I think he's just changing to stay relevant by going to these fighting these YouTubers and things like that, reaching this younger crowd, and that helped him push his new fighters that he signed and things like that. So I think that's how he stayed relevant. Yeah, and I think Floyd loves the limelight. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? No matter, like, no matter how he got to get it, he loves the limelight. And YouTube is big, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially Logan Paul, like really? they are big. So, yeah. The only other big one is Ryan Garcia, and he's too light for Floyd. That's the only big social media one. Oh, uh, okay. Like That's in the boxing world. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It's a lot of um. It's a lot of like, it's a bunch of fighters. Like I remember growing up, like I knew, I knew there was Sugar Ray. I knew it was Marvin Hagler. Um, like in the in the lighter weight, like the heavyweight, everybody always knew. But I feel like now there's nobody like really st- that stands out in the lighter class besides Shakur Stevenson, Floyd Schofield, and Kid Austin, Floyd Kid Austin <laughs> Schofield. Yeah. Um, I believe I we're the that, only two. Yeah, because everybody else scared. The, not everybody else. Let me stop. Nah, everybody name, else. But a lot of people don't want. It seems like they don't want greatness. They don't want to challenge themselves. They worry. They're in the Floyd era where they worrying about an O on their record, mm. opposed to taking that risk. Right. Because if you don't care about an O, you take a risk. You want to be great. All yeah. great fighters have losses that made it in the Hall of Fame or that we consider great. But in this generation, they living in that Floyd Mayweather area would isn't real. It isn't real in boxing. Yeah. Because if you're fighting great fighters, there's a chance you might lose. Yeah, and I'm like, if you go in there and have a war, like Arturo Gotti and Ward, you ain't, there is nobody lost that fight. And the fans, you know, they didn't care who won or lost that fight. It was just a great fight. So you take that risk, you might get, you know, more of a reward than the, than the winner gets because, you know, you gave your all in that ring and you, you left your heart in there. And then people, more people will pay to see somebody – that that go in there and give they all and it's a battle like that's that I think that's where on the purse side where you can make more money because once you once people see like a real good fight they're like oh yeah I'm definitely gonna pay to see the next one you know what I mean and it's still business um the boxing is the product 
if you're giving the people a good product, they're going to continue to buy the product because they're going to know he's going to perform. They know what they're getting. Now, if you're sometime, one day you're doing good, next day you're half-assed, nobody want to keep investing in that. So we take this serious when we get in that ring, and we're going to keep giving the best product that we could get. Yeah. So, Kid Austin, who is somebody that, that, you, that uh, they recognized you that you were surprised to be like, damn, you know who I am? Chukor Stevenson. Really? Because I grew up in the amateurism, and, you know, I was like, I always wanted to take a picture of him. He always there supporting me. And, um, you know, I went to the gym down in Houston, Jay Prince Boxing Gym. And, uh, you know, I'm just shadow boxing and stuff. And then he just come in. He's like, I remember you. I'm like, dang. I'm like, I was like nine years old, ten <laughs> years old. And he, you know, I look different. So it's like he remembered me. So that felt good, you know, hearing that from a, a world champion, you know. Also, also, um, Adrian Broner too. That was pretty. And James neat. Kirkland. James Kirkland, yeah. And all the others. Yeah, I like, I like, I like uh, Broner. Broner is funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think Broner, he's funny to me. Broner is when the cameras is off. He's a whole different person. He's a good dude. He's super humble. He, really? Right. He he's a good dude. I think his downfalls is the people that be around him because he got such a good heart to help everybody. Yeah. And I think some people take advantage of that. But um, but when the cameras come on, he a character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a character. That's his selling point. Yeah. For yeah. real. Yeah. What's the um? What's some of the best advice you got? For who? For kids, boxers. No, I'm saying that that you received that from from other boxers. Cause I seen um Oscar De La Hoya reached out to you on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. What's some? What's the one of the best advice that so far that you've got? Um, probably from Shakur, cause you know, after the sparring, he was like, "You got something. Just stay focused and uh, you know, give your all in the ring when you go in that ring and." nobody gonna beat you so that was probably the best because you know i got to spar him and you know he thought like he knows i'm gonna be something so that felt good that was some good advice and also adrian broner got the video him pushing me around telling me fighters always ain't gonna fight clean but um you know once they start fighting it's a fight so you know those are probably the best things somebody ever said to me as a as a uh, champion. Devin gave you some good feedback too. Although we want to fight Devin, he did give some good. We feedback. didn't give him no acknowledgement. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Devin, you just taking <laughs> Devin is just getting. But he the did bus too. I ain't gonna lie, you know. Yeah, Devin he, a good dude. It was his dad. Yeah, uh, he was you know giving me some pointers and tips after we sparred, so that was good. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see this. I want to see this Devin Haney fight with you, man. I, I want to see, see that fight too. Me too. I want to see, see Devin last three rounds. I want to see that. And if you do, he getting, he leaving that ring lumped up. <sighs> yeah, I, Devin not in a humble way though. In yeah, a humble way. yeah, we gotta stay humble. But I don't think I think Devin right now is real good with the style he used. But we understand that style. We fought that style. We know the flaws to that style. Every style is five styles of boxing, okay. and every style got a counter style. Now, Devin used an archer style. I'm not going to break it down because okay. I don't want to mess up his brand. <laughs> okay. Um, but we know that style. Mm. So we would destroy that style. And Devin know that. We cracked him. We and cracked him Devin. Using and that he, archer style, and he, he was, ran into my right hand. Right. And mm. he got a little buckled and stuff like that. But And so he started fighting dirty, hitting with low blows, hit Floyd with direct that nut shots matter. and things like that. But Devin is talented as long as Devin could pick his opponents. They like Devin not gonna fight Shakur, 
because they know Shakur will pick that style or Teofimo. They're not going to try to fight him. They might try to fight Teofimo because Teofimo don't really know how to fight that style. But that's what it come down to. Mm. Styles make fights, and some of these smart coaches would avoid other fighters because they know their fighter will lose. Mm. What's the other kid? Um, dang, I can't remember his name. The the one from Dallas that got into that car wreck. Errol Spence. Yeah. What, what, what weight class is he? 147. Okay. Errol Spence is nice. But he, he getting old. They, is they, he? They, they the old ones. They about to go on out of there. Yeah, give him a couple more years. He going to move up now. Because they getting older, they getting there toward their thirties and their thirties, right? He he's supposed to fight Crawford. I want him to fight Crawford. Really? He, he would never fight Crawford. Why? Why you say? Why you say he never will? I love Texas, so I ain't gonna. We gotta rep Texas. No, I, I would go for Errol but Spence anyway, but I just want to see that fight. That's a great fight. He can't beat Crawford. His style can't beat Crawford. His style can't beat Crawford. Keep that politically. Oh, I'm talking from a coach's standpoint. He in Dallas. Right, but I'm coach's standpoint. I don't think Earl Spence style, his boxer puncher style, is going to be able to beat Crawford, who's a switch fighter like a Hagler. You got that same example in a Tommy Hearns fight. It, mm. It's just not going to work because once he switched that angle on Earl, he opened Earl up to to his hard shots. So it's hard trying to play chess against somebody who could utilize all the angles. That's why I don't think they will ever have that fight. I'm sorry. You're going to have a bunch of Arrow fans outside of your door soon. <laughs> they not coming outside my damn door. <laughs> I'm still from Brooklyn. Yeah. I was, I was okay. talking about him. <laughs> nah, they don't know. Oh, hopefully, they don't know who we at. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I just like to see good fights. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I just like to see good, like, like brawls. You know what I mean? But I know, I know for the boxer, I don't know if that's always a good thing. But I like seeing good fights. Like um, on the heavyweight division, dang, I, I can't – I'm forgetting all these guys' names. The um, the one that just got knocked out uh, by the Australian – I think he was Australian or Irish. Uh, Deontay Wilder? Yeah, yeah, Deontay Wilder. I like Deontay, but I feel like he's he like – He didn't get knocked out by him. He got knocked out. He didn't get knocked out. He His coach beat. stopped the fight. He, he was wobbly, though, man. He was going – He was going to. He was going to. Let me put y'all on some game there. Y'all okay. already know that guy cheated now. Come on. The thing Did is, he cheat? a lot of people don't understand. Here you go with the conspiracy. <laughs> no, it's not it's not a conspiracy. <laughs> but you gotta um understand their style of fighting. Like if you study documentaries yeah. on them on Tyson Fury and them, they they street fighters. And and that's their culture. Like they reward themselves for having bar fights and street fights and they lo- learn a lot of dirty tricks. Mm. I don't care what nobody said. If a glove flying backwards, there ain't no way your damn hand is in there. Mm. So I mean people act like they can't see it, but that's just their style of fight and they dirty and like putting his weight on on Dante Wilder, he outsmarted him. He showed him tricks he didn't know with that heavy weight on him and then all this roughing up and, and weakening his legs. But he still cheated, hitting with the inside of the glove. It's a rule. You can't hit with the inside of your glove. Yeah. And yeah. I, that probably hurt more, too. Yeah, it hurts more if they got their knuckles in where there's no cushion at. You basically fight bare knuckle. But that's a trick they know. They wouldn't do that to us because I would have studied the opponent and understand their culture before we got in that ring. Yeah, I think I – think, um, I just think he need to move around more, man. Like Dante? Yeah. He started late. He'll never get like a classic boxer. He did what he had to do for his daughter. I just think he need more training, better training. It ain't that much training in this world. 
I mean, it's a little bit because he's unpolished. Like, they could polish him up some more. So then, then when you run into a Tyson Fury who's been doing it since he was eight years old. I mean, but Tyson Fury's a freak of nature. He like uh, an Ali in some type of form. That's different. You know, he's a different I don't know. Y'all want to put him on the Ali level. He just really? talking about a heavyweight that Yeah, can like heavyweight that can move. I'm not oh, saying okay. he's a good <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm saying, like, you know, heavyweight that big who can move around and, you know, stick his jab and just get out of there. Yeah. Right. So how long would it? How, you don't. You say you. You don't. It ain't that much training. No. How long it take him to? I guess to get on his toes and move around. Like how long? How much training will you need for that? The reason he can't get it is because his frontal cortex is developed already. His full brain is developed. As a kid is growing up, it's not developed today in their twenties. So while they learning all this stuff, their subconscious is picking it up. So when they're in a fight, naturally they could just do things that they don't realize they're doing because of all that training when they was little growing up. So that's why once he faced somebody who had this that type of training, he won't be able to do what he'd normally do against taxi drivers and stuff like that that he was knocking out. Mm, yeah, because, you, know? um, you know, I feel like, uh, he'll, like he could, you know, do it for about two fights or so, but, you know, all the bad habits are probably going to come back, come back. From, from that he learned. Yeah, once he get hit, he going to go back to the wild, wide punches. Yeah. And things like that. Yeah. But I wish him the best. Yeah, me too, I man. I am a Wilder fan. Yeah, I am too, man. But I just like, and even, and I'm not like a serious Darhart boxing fan, but even watching the first the first fight and the second fight, I was like, he ain't doing the same thing. Like he was, I just feel like you got to move around, man. You got to get on your bike and move and stick and jab. But I feel like he was really going for a f- straight knockout. Or he could have had sex a couple of nights That's before. And weaken like. his legs? Or, or, or yeah, That's or, what or like. his water could have been spiked. Um, I ain't going with that listen, one. Listen, it's a big business. But that guy gloves not to be, his hand not to be totally in that glove and all them commissioners signed off, it's something deeper in that. It's something a lot deeper in that. Because there ain't no way your gloves should slide off. It's impossible how many people um, check tape that tape it, yeah. and sign off on it. I mean, so, I don't be agreeing with his conspiracy theories, but if you look at it, his glove was flopping everywhere. And it, it ain't no way that should have happened. So yeah. somebody failed in that aspect. But I think Tyson Fury would have won anyway. He would have won anyway if he didn't. Like, he didn't cheating or not, he would have still won the fight. Mm. And he didn't have to cheat. Or if Deontay didn't have sex, you know. You think that's what it was? His or legs was all over legs. the place. He said that his drinks were spiked. Something, something And happened. he also said it was I've heard uniform. so many excuses from that camp, man. I heard the little... The little, yeah, the little uniform he had on. I heard the the, the boxing thing with the, the glove slipping off. I heard so many things. At this point, I'm just like, so who's rematch. gonna win between Fury and, and Anthony? Anthony ain't even an inclusion. I don't see. I don't see yeah. the hype around Anthony, man. I really I don't. Who's gonna win? I don't see it because from from the fights that I've seen, when what's the other chubby Mexican guy that he Andy fought? Ruiz. Yeah, I, I I was like, I don't see. I don't see the hype around it. You know what I mean? I think the biggest time for Anthony when when Tyson wanted to fight. I mean, not Tyson. Um, dang, what's his name? We just talking about Wilder. Him. Wilder. When Wilder wanted to fight Anthony, I think that was Anthony's biggest hype when it was. But once he lost, I feel like nobody now want to even see him no more. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, he, he's just a big boulder that knows how to throw like a, a left hook. Yeah. Oh. Joshua. Josh, yeah. <laughs> I don't see it. Like I don't. I don't see. I'm not it. a Joshua fan, so I'm just asking. Who do you, I don't think he can box. Like? I think he just got power. Mm. Yeah. So who's your favorite fighter? 
See, I'm old school, man. I'm old school. It was for me, of course, Tyson, um, Sugar Ray. Um, I like the, those fights that when he had with Sugar Ray and Marvelous Hagler. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite fights. Um, I like Earl Spence, like for new school. I like Earl Spence. Um, who else? You forgetting one. Kid Austin. There we yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> Kid Austin. Those are my fights. See, I'm an old school. You know what I mean? Like, those back in the day is is when I felt like more, it was more, it was less business then. And it was more about just, I, I want to show everybody I'm the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's that's what I look for. Now I feel like it's a lot of business, a lot of money be made. So a lot of people just fighting this guy because... I don't know. It just looked good or, you know what I mean, for his record. Right. You know what I mean? So I want like I, I want to go back to where it's like, no, you say you're the best. I'll say I'm the best. Right. Let's get in there and fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Those are the fights that I want to see. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, have y'all heard that um, Mike Tyson supposed to be fighting Holyfield? They got to get their cash. It's a cash <laughs> grab. I hate you. Yeah, they yeah. they want to get cash. This they is pathetic, man. Come and, on. And, and, and I can't talk bad about Evander. Evander always giving Floyd advice when he's seeing Floyd since he was a little kid. Evander been trying to school him with advice. So I can't talk on that one. <laughs> I'm just glad they're getting their money. I want like I, I want fighters to just stop, man, especially the old school ones. You know what I mean? Like y'all had your time. But boxing is so whack right now. You need the old ones with the yeah, names I feel to like, I feel like people get more excited seeing you the know, the old, old people fighting the younger guys. Did y'all see that old that Mike Tyson fight when he fought? Um, Horrible. It was great hype leading up to the fight. Though. Horrible. Great but hype. they old men. Yeah. <laughs> they old men. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I want some new energy. You know what I'm saying? That's why I want, That's why I'm so excited about you because it's like, it's new energy. You talking shit. You calling motherfuckers you out calling there. calling everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's that new energy. When you get old, it's like. All right, Grandpa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I like that new energy where and, – and being introduced to a new fighter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's when, – when you be able to find somebody like, oh, I, I recognize or I, I, I gravitate to that fighter and I want to see him go through all his fights, I feel like that's where you get to the big fights and when you got just diehard fans. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, and that's what I, that's what I like. And that's why I respect Manny Pacquiao. Mm. When lose a draw, he's in there fighting. And he come to fight. And he's doing it for, for a purpose, to help his people. So that's why I like him. He don't care if it's a tough fight. He's going to fight. Yeah. And I like that type of fight. And that need to come back. And that's what we're going to bring back, a real fight. That's what's up, man. Do y'all have the, um? are y'all doing your own, like, YouTube? Were you training and stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. He, give your Instagram and your YouTube and your Facebook. Kid underscore Austin one is my Instagram. Kid Austin is my YouTube. Floyd Schofield the third is my Facebook. And Floyd is my website. Okay. And so Uh, y'all can keep up there. We're gonna like I said, gonna be posting up his fights so people can see his fights. We don't care if people call themselves making a game strategy to fight us. We're not into that soft stuff because when you get in the ring, it's going to be a whole different game plan. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I like, man, because I like to follow. I like to follow fighters. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm when I'm into when I'm a fan of it, like I want to be able to be like, okay, oh, he training almost like the um, the thing that Showtime did with the 24 access and all that. That's what I like to see the behind the scenes kind of stuff. 
Yeah, I don't know why. That was, that's a dope series. We just started. We released the first one. Oh, yeah, um, we got one. Two days ago. So we every week going to be posting up so people could get into his 24-7 in his life. Yeah. We got a lot of people to call out. We still calling out Ryan Garcia. I know you heard us by now. We've been calling yeah, you out to get his promoter texting me. We don't have to mm. beat you for your belt, but we done sparred all your peers. We want to see if you keep up. We'll tell you nah. if you to be honest, if we do get these exhibitions, I want their belt on the line. Nah, you can't get their belt on the line. Then they going to run. No, because if they're they really that confident, I want y'all to put y'all belt on the line. If you're going to take the exhibition. Nah, just tell them, put, well, put up their purse. Win or take all. Mm. But not their belt. Let them have their belts for a little while. Because you still I mean, but that's kind of, they got those. a family to feed, too. I just want the belt. Mm. You get them in time. Yeah. I don't think people So what do you think? Which one do you think? When it take all of because I want I want them to keep their money because they might have kids they need to feed or you know a family or a certain situation they need to get out of, but you always get another belt. Yeah, like just if you that confident. But put the commissioner not gonna approve you with four fights fighting somebody with with twenty five wins. They not you gonna they not gonna approve it. Yeah. They just not gonna let it go through. It's the politics of it. They'll Probably. find some way to not fight you. <laughs> That's give, what I'm give your purse up then. Yeah, no, I, I think. I think when you start taking a man money, then that's when that, the dirty shit gonna come in. <laughs> that's when you start. They'll fight for their money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that's when the dirty start. But if they belt, um, I think, I think, yeah, putting their belt up on the line. If they that confident, you know what I mean, and they can always fight again, fight you again to get the belt back, but I mean, right? They, no, I ain't saying no names, but you gotta get a real belt first. Who don't got a real belt? Devin Haney, low blow. Oh my god! Who don't got a real belt? Devin Haney ain't got a real belt. Don't talk bad about that. I ain't talking bad. I'm just saying. I'm just saying with anybody because like Ryan got a silver WBC. I think like you got to get a real belt first before. Like that wasn't towards Devin. If if y'all took it, is it? Then it is. But you know, (laughs) just get a real belt first because that would be nice to you know get a get a real belt. You know. So you're saying that that is too many belts out there. It's too many of these continents. I mean, belts, Silvers, yeah, like belts. they just need like a champion and then the contenders. Like they don't shouldn't have that, you know, All these belt underneath and the the super champion and then the regular champion, and the franchise champion, and, and the franchise and the email yeah, champion. It's a lot. They they have different like like bronze, silver kind That's of belts. That's what it's like. That's what it's like. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. So when we be seeing people on on TV with all belts around. They not all champion belts. They not all championship they belts. They just paying a ch- um, sanctioning Sanction fee, yeah. a percentage of their purse. So that's the game that the what? that the belts be. You got to pay a sanction if you hold their title. You got to pay them a percentage of your purse. So if they got twenty different belts out there, they eating of twenty different people. I'm so a lot of these people getting them. gamed and running around saying they champion when you just a slave giving up a percentage of your purse because you want to walk around with a belt. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. I didn't <laughs> Wow. So he's saying if he gonna fight a champion, he wanna fight for the real like belt. A real so champion. if he's paying his sanctioning fees, he's paying it for a real belt, not one of the other belts. Oh like just a, to clarify for y'all listeners out there. Yeah, not like a bronze. Right. Yeah, you want a championship. So who got a championship belt that you wanna fight? For their belt. We competing for the IBF right Yeah, I want the IBF first. That belt is so beautiful. And is that the guy who you mentioned earlier? Joseph Diaz. Yeah. But, I mean, he can't make weight, so. Whoever whoever is in there, we coming for that belt. I mean, but I did my research. Nobody, you know, in the IBF is like. No, you can't discredit them. Them No, I'm not not discrediting them like that. I'm just saying, like, 
I've studied, you know, I've studied the fighters in there. And, you know, no disrespect to them, but I don't think, you know, once I get up there on that level, you know, they won't be able to compete with me. Because it's like, it's a lot of foreign fighters in that division. It's like um, a lot of Russians and, you know, people from Africa. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever go to, um, like, the Olympics? No. No? Well, he was too young. And so then COVID hit. Stop swinging the chair. No. Mm. Um, then COVID hit. So we didn't want to stay there because we didn't know if they was going to bring it back, the Olympics, how long it was going to take. And then he would have had to wait till he turned 24 now because he was too young to make the 2020. He was only 17 when they picked the team. Oh, okay. Now so, I could have made it, though. But we're not waiting for that. Yeah. You already professional. Like Now they let professionals come in and fight. Yeah, they let professionals go in. In the Olympics? Olympics? Yeah. Really? And the headgear is off. So why go do that shit for free? Right. Get paid for it. Unless you, know? you just happen to win the gold medal and you come back to a multi-million dollar contract. That's the whole reason people go do but you can make a, a, a million dollar contract yeah, you within could, yourself if you, you know blow business. Up overnight. And a lot of people don't understand that so they think they gotta chase the, the Olympic medal and you don't. Just build your brand. Have the eyes on you. Now these companies gonna pay you because you got the viewers looking at you. Yeah. Because yeah, I always thought that that was the road to become a professional. At least when I was when I was coming up, I seen everybody. Some they go to the Olympics and then they turn professional, and now they this big boxing. And that I guess that's where you get the fans from back we then. Did, we didn't have smartphones. Yeah. Back then. Now they could reach millions of eyes just from what's in their pocket. Yeah. They don't need Olympics to reach across seas like we didn't have that. So we needed the Olympics to get on that those broadcasting stations to build our brand to get the eyes on us to make those million dollar purse. Now they walking around with it in their pocket yeah. all day long. So it's a whole new game now. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right, so, man, I'm going to get y'all out of here, man. The the fight coming up this week is uh, in Atlanta against who again? Michael Fowler. Michael Fowler. Okay. He going to sleep. What round? What round What round? we putting them to sleep? You want to predict a round? No, yeah. I ain't going to predict, predict the one, round. but it ain't going past four. No, it ain't going past three. I'm going to put it three. Three? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, he do got experience, you know, from the fights I've seen. He do know how to, you know, get out the way a little bit. But I'm going to cut that off so it ain't going past three. Man, I'm going to come to Austin one of these days. I want to train with y'all, man. That would be good. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Do it. Don't no. do it. <laughs> nah, come on. Don't do it. how you pulling tires and stuff. Now I'm with that. I'm with that. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm with yeah. that, man. And you come in during summertime? Okay. Yeah, just let me know, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna drive he up. Work out. So he didn't say he was doing a whole workout. Oh, no, he gotta you. go through what I gotta go through. So See, he can he come back and tell his. <laughs> he trying to make you go through a three-hour <laughs> workout. He gotta make me throw up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm serious though. I'm gonna come down there and I'm, I'm gonna work out at least one day. You know what I mean? Okay. I just want to see what it's like. Come on. Come yeah. On. And I want. Would you, would you be able to show me how to, you know what I mean? Put some combinations together. Yeah, after we find out what style you use. Uh, I don't know. I fight this way. What the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> That's your stance. Oh, That's okay. not your style. What's the, what's the difference? Tell like, me. are you aggressive? Or are you a boxer, boxer puncher? Are you like Mike Tyson, Ali, uh, Errol Spence, or uh, like Danny Garcia? Um, I don't know. 
So um, he gave you boxer, puncher, outboxer, swarmer, slugger, or counterpuncher. That's the five styles of boxing. You got to find out what style you in, then we'll mm. know what zone you in, if you in the correct mm. zone and the punch is being thrown. I ain't giving him too much game. No, we got to get him in sparring first to see his style. No. See, I'm a, I am feel like I'm a counterpuncher because, like, I want to see – because here's, here's, here's the way I fight street fight, right? When somebody – Swinging me, then I I look for the swing first, and then that's so when I'm a counter puncher. Yeah, because then what I've noticed is I'm getting on my street fight game. <laughs> <laughs> so when I notice that when people charge you, they usually put their hands down, and when they come when they coming at you, when their heads fall down, that's when you can really lean into them. See, I ain't never really, that's fight. what you do. That's what I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I lost two fights in my life, man. I you lost got, two. You got to establish that jab, and no matter, even in the street fight. The street that fight. is your range finder, and you got to keep something in your eyes. And you want that head moving. You want to be a moving target. So we got to fix up <laughs> fix up your game. A bunch of shit. <laughs> we ain't waiting to get hit. Oh, no. You know, we going to beat you up from the beginning. You don't want to be no counter puncher. You counter them off of their counter. But oh, okay. you don't wait for it. <laughs> see, me, I want to see what what kind of – I want to see – because most people that, I, that I've gotten to a fight with, they overly aggressive, and then I just take advantage of them being overly aggressive. You know what I mean? Because most people with street fight, they all swing wild. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, go ahead and swing. And then once you start swinging wild, I'm back up. And once you start once you start swinging wild and you start coming forward, most people start putting their hands down because they try, now they're trying to run and try to chase you. And then that's when I just stop. And mm, you hit him? Yeah, that's when, I, that's when I get all this bloody. Okay, why yeah. don't you just hit him from the beginning and get it bloody? Or pick up a rock. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm used to fighting bigger dudes. You know what I'm saying? Bigger than me. That mean they got a big stomach to hit. Make them throw up their lungs. I mean, but you don't want to hit them to the body and they, you know, they Yeah, they going to absorb it. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Anyway, we're going to show you when you come to okay. Oregon. I got you. Yeah, I yeah. Got you. Yo, man, thank y'all for coming in, tapping in with us, man. Thank, thank you. you. Yes, sir, man. Yo, man, this has been the Tap In Podcast. Make sure you be looking out for Kid Austin. Um, He's fighting April 3rd in Atlanta. If you're in Atlanta, make sure you go check him out, man. Right. This has been the Tap In Podcast. Holla. <laughs>